Thank you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey friend, welcome back to Her Portion. I'm Hannah, and I'm going to be sharing with you my theme for 2022. So if you've listened to me before, you may notice that my voice sounds a little bit different at different times um, throughout this episode, and that's because I'm overcoming a mild sickness that I had. It's really at the tail end of it, but my voice is a little bit scratchy, so I apologize for that. But if we can look past that, we will glean from what the Lord has given me today, and I hope it can be a blessing to you. So the theme that he laid on my heart is, he must increase, but I must decrease. And that's a verse, it's John 3, 30. And the theme for me is putting heavy emphasis on the word must. And that word must means it's a necessity. It's essential. There is no leaving it behind. The Lord must increase in my life. And the Lord just really put it on my heart that that's what he wants me to live thinking about throughout 2022. And as I've set out with that mindset already, January isn't even over yet. And I've been convicted about some things that I'm really glad, to be honest. I'm glad that I've been convicted about them as a result of this theme, because then I can grow and move forward in my Christian life and hopefully see some victory in areas of my own life that I've struggled with. Now, it is no coincidence to me that this chapter is essentially a salvation chapter, a soul winning chapter. In this chapter of the Bible, we have John 3.16, for God so loved the world a huge soul winning verse, right? And we also see Nicodemus, who the Lord tells him how to be saved in the beginning of the chapter. There's a lot of soul winning going on. And I bring that up to tell you the first thing that I've learned. If the Lord is going to truly increase in our life, we are going to increase in the area of being a soul winner. Now, I talk about soul winning quite a bit, but don't let that mislead you. I want to be honest with you and tell you why. It's not because I have some great heart for reaching people who are lost. It's not because of me that I'm some great person when it comes to soul winning. No, the truth is I talk about it because I'm convicted about it, because I need to do better in that area of my life. And that's what the Lord's working on my heart about. And so that's why I talk about it. So if I'm going to decrease, that means I'm going to say, I don't care about my pride. I don't care about my fear. I'm going to overcome that and share the gospel with whoever the Lord has laid on my heart. I'm going to give a track to someone. I'm going to ask them if they know for sure that they're going to go to heaven someday. I'm going to ask them if they know Jesus as their savior in spite of how I feel, in spite of my anxiety. (laughs) That is 
us decreasing and that is the Lord increasing and he will use that how he chooses. And so the very first thing that I've been convicted about is that I really need to be a better soul winner. I need to tell more people about Jesus. And if we choose to allow him to increase in our lives, that is inevitable. That is going to be one of the main things as a result is that we will want to tell more people about him. Here's another area. What about our eating habits? Okay, this might be a sensitive topic for many of us, but as I thought about, you know, the area of eating is something that we shy away from as Christians and we don't really talk about a lot. But it is a huge problem in our churches, in our families, in our homes. And there's a lot that I could say about it. But briefly, it isn't pleasing to the Lord to be gluttonous. And that means overeating, overindulging. And that means I'm going to have to decrease in the area of denying myself. I'm going to have to tell myself, no, you can't have a second of this. You have had enough food. You are not hungry. (laughs) Um, and that that's hard. So the area of food, how I take care of my body, the temple of the Lord, am I increasing the Lord in this area of my life? Or am I increasing myself and <laughs> not literally trying to increase myself, but am I increasing myself by my desires and giving into my flesh and being weak in that area? So that's just something to think about. I could say so much about, but the last one is what about our spiritual life, our Bible reading and prayer time? So before you tune out on me, I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you that you should read this many chapters a day and that you should pray for this many hours because I've learned, took me a long time, but I learned, I have learned that it looks different for every individual. My life is not identical to yours and yours is not identical to the next person. Our lives are all different and filled with different things. And yes, we may have some similarities. We might both be raising young children, but those young children are still different ages and in different phases of life. You may be sending your child to school. I may be homeschooling, but you may be working. You know, there's so many different things that we could talk about. The point is our lives are all different. But I truly believe that no matter where we're at in life, we still are able to make time for the Lord because he would not have created us to not be able to do that. And so this is just an example of what my life looks like in the area of Bible reading and prayer. Um, As a new mom, my whole life changed when I had my baby girl. And a newborn is a lot of work, as my six-year-old likes to say all the time, even though he doesn't do it, do it half the work. Um, but there's no way that I'm able to sit down and read nine chapters a day like I used to. And there's no way that I can sit down for two hours and quiet, uninterrupted, no matter how early I get up um, to pray. And so my prayer life is literally me holding my baby and walking around my house and talking to God. And that has become 
a really special time because she's a newborn, so I hold her a lot. (laughs) So I do get to talk to God a lot, and it puts her right to sleep. But um, that's what my prayer life looks like, and I look forward to that. And um, plus, she gets to hear that. In a few months, you know, as she grows and the need to hold her so much is not the same, my prayer life will change again. My Bible reading time, I, this year, you know, I could sit down and read X amount of chapters, probably not nine, but I could stay up, you know, when the baby's sleeping and read a certain amount of chapters just to say I did it. But that has not become my heart. It used to be when I was a new Christian. I think it's good that a Christian can say that they've read their Bible through. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing these read through your Bible in 30 days, read through your Bible in a year. There's nothing wrong with that at all. The more that you put God's word into you, it will reap a reward in some way. However, those are not fitting for my life right now. And that's because I want to soak in the word of God. I've done the reading plans. I have committed to those and I've done them. Um, But for me, I want to use my time to really meet with God, to hear from him, to learn something from his word and to gain something from it. And so our church does a reading plan a month and that requires reading one chapter a day. And so I have determined personally that from that chapter, I would study it, learn what it means, um, define anything that I don't know what that word is and try to learn how I can apply that to my life. And that's how I want to grow in God's word. Outside of that one chapter, I do always read the proverb of the day and at least a psalm or more. It just depends. Um, But I'm not putting pressure on myself to live up to reading a certain amount of chapters because I know that the way that my life is right now, I would rather use that time to study and really gain something from God's word. And so, like I said, we are all in different seasons of life and you may be in a season where you really need that challenge. You really want to challenge yourself to read X amount of chapters. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. But whatever season of life you're in, it's just about us purposing to to know him, to spend that time with him, to make it a priority. If he's going to increase our Bible reading and our prayer life is going to increase, not necessarily in time and amount of chapters, but in knowledge and in um, meaningful time spent in talking to him, as in I'm not just checking off that I prayed and talked to God. I'm actually talking to him because I'm acknowledging that he's real. This is a real relationship in my life that I am investing in. And so to recap, I just want to say, if the Lord's going to increase in your life and in my life, the first thing is we're going to increase in our soul winning efforts. We're going to tell more people about him. The second thing is we're going to have to let go of some of our sin 
whether that's in something like food or a much bigger sin, if we're going to allow the Lord to increase, we're going to have to deny ourselves of the things that we want. And then the last thing is we're going to make spending time with him a priority, whatever that's going to look like, um, whatever season of life you're in, we're going to make that relationship a priority. And so I hope that today this can encourage you to live purposefully thinking about how can the Lord increase in my life. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.